0: Well, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers. So if you don't know me, I am Paulette Ristini. I am your tribal hostess. I am your movement motivator and your passion instigator. Mm -mm -mm. And I love to bring you dynamic and creative and magical and powerful women and creatures from the world the globe as you know to share with you to inspire you to to meet you to network and do all the things we do because i love i love making the world go round i love seeing what other people are doing and i love being able to share them with you and so today i have a beautiful woman who i've actually just met i'm so excited to meet jordan jordan thompson here is in the valley the desert with me Um, in my new home. And she is, I'm going to read a little bit about her bio for you. She is a confidence coach, speaker and hostess of the Journal of Theory podcast. So see, we love these podcasts. I'm just so addicted to freaking podcasts these days. Mostly important, she's a proud mama to her daughter, Avery, semi-cool wife, and I want to talk about that, (laughs) to husband, Eddie, she has a knack for challenging people, and, and uh, is an insane passion for has, has an insane passion for helping women break out of their shy shells. So, how many of you out there are introverts, right? Uh, having grown up painfully shy, she knew what it feels like to miss out on experiences, uh, not feel like you were living your life authentically, and how much of a struggle it is to not know how to break free from the choke. that social anxiety. So having been a coach in many facets for almost 11 years, Jordan is now living out her mission to inspire women to take their lives into their own hands, change the identity that is keeping them small and empowering them to step into confidence. And you know, Jordan, we are so on the same path in so many ways as a life coach myself, empowering women and living life to the fullest. Right? Yeah. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you for being here with me today.
1: Thank you so much. I have to tell you, it is such a strange experience having somebody read your bio back (laughs) to you and just sitting there and listening to it. It's like, huh, that's a whole new perspective. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's me. (laughs) but thank you i'm excited to be here and um welcome to california i'm i'm actually a hop skip and a jump away i'm over at the beach i'm over in long beach so i'm a few hours away from you but um nonetheless welcome to southern california
0: thank you i am loving it so much We were just saying that it's raining here today, which is actually makes me feel like being home back home in Portland, Uh, but we need it. And it's awesome. So it's good. And I I do. I am so loving my new home and loving being in Southern California. So you're in Long
1: Beach. Mm -hmm.
0: And are you from here?
1: Yes and no. So I was born in Long Beach, actually, but raised up in Northern California, close to like the Sacramento area. Okay. And moved back down here uh, to finish out college at Long Beach State, um, oh gosh, what, like almost a decade ago, and um, spent a lot of time in Southern California. We moved out to Chicago for a couple of years and then ended up coming back to the Long Beach area, which we've been back for about two years.
0: And how are you liking it?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, we came back for a reason. It's just (laughs) home here. I swear, like, you know how there's, um, I think, like, energetic vortexes in different places of the world, right? is supposed to be one. Um, Sedona is supposed to be one. And I honestly feel like there is just something about Southern California that is like a vortex for me where I just feel so pulled and have my almost my entire life. And I, I don't know if it's because I was born here or what, but it just feels like the right place.
0: You know what? I told, I totally understand that because I've been called to the desert for years. And so I feel like I've come home. Mm. I, I, I lived in San Francisco for 12 years, um, but originally from the East coast and the Midwest. And, but it does, I've just been called to the desert and... So there is a vortex, you know, maybe it's an individual vortex.
1: I think so. I, I think there's kind of like universal ones. And yeah. then I think there are ones specific to the person, the individual. Well, it's, like,
0: it's like being in alignment. It's like, where do you belong? Where are you supposed to be? Where are you supposed to be doing your work?
1: Exactly. And right? some people like that's the mountains, like some people it's the desert, some people it's the ocean. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it's interesting when you find people who listen to that.
0: Yeah. And That's, you know. really, good. Yeah. that's really good. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Oh, it's so good. So tell me about your path. I mean, you're, you're doing this great work. You're, you've been a shy girl, apparently.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I grew up, I say painfully shy because it, it was very everyday things that I was terrified to do. I was scared to order my own food at a restaurant. I was afraid to ask a stranger the time. I mean, let alone actually do something that takes a normal person or the average person having courage to do. I was just a scared little girl. And uh, I mean, that could have come from a number of things. I think a lot of young girls battle some sort of um, insecurity and that can trickle down and, and look a little bit like um social anxiety, you know, it can look like a number of different things, but I had also gone through a lot of big changes for, for a young individual early on when I was, um, when I was about six, my parents had divorced, my dad had battled alcoholism his whole life. And so, you know, that relationship in that chapter ended. And then my mom got remarried, and then my dad ended up passing away. And then we moved around a lot. And like all of that happened within the span of about three years. Mm-hmm. And and to a very impressionable mind. Right. We're 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 like walking subconscious minds up until what, like the age of seven or something like that. And <clears throat> I mean, this is my own self-diagnosis, but I think I I love that.
0: I love that phrase, walking subconscious minds.
1: Yeah. We're just like sponges. We absorb everything. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we're trying to make sense of the world around us. And I think my way of making sense of all of this change happening was to kind of avoid it you know, was to avoid lots of change and try to control my little world around me <laughs> as, as means of coping, right? And, th- and I think that that really got me stuck in this, what I call a shy shell.
0: Mm-hmm. And was
1: just really afraid to experience a lot. And as I got older, that really became a source of like severe frustration for me because I've always felt like I was really meant for more and I have, I have talents and I have the ability to just do so much more with my life and help other people. But like, I, I couldn't even have a hard conversation without bawling my eyes out and not being able to communicate what I wanted to communicate, you know? So anyway, um, I've been on this path of, Intentional personal and professional and spiritual growth for I would say an easy seven, maybe eight years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was a really big catalyst for me was actually, you know, when the universe forces your hand towards something, <laughs> as it does, as it does, when it's like, all right, I think you need a little nudge in the right direction, um, was a really, really bad breakup that I had gone through. Um, I'd been with somebody for about three years and it was very serious. You know, we lived together, we bought a car together, joint bank accounts, had dogs. It was the path towards what I thought was going to be marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it ended. It actually ended very abruptly with, you know, him saying he didn't want to be with me anymore. And I was completely blindsided and heartbroken, all the things that come with um, grief. And it was honestly one of the best things to have ever happened to me because it was a gift and that gift sent me on this path to figure out, not, not even figure out who I was, but decide who I wanted to be. And from then I, I've started making little decisions after little decisions. And as we know, or or maybe we don't know, that's a, that's a trait of a confident person. Is there a decision maker? And that's the opposite, the trait of a, a shy person, or somebody who maybe carries a lot of insecurities or lacks self confidence, mm-hmm. very indecisive, sure. you know. Um, and so, yeah, I've—I I mean, it has been bumpy and messy, and has turned and and gone in so many different ways. But that has kind of transformed into me taking my natural abilities to empower and coach people, and like help the woman that I used to be. So here we are today. And and so that's what I'm doing. I am mentoring women who struggle with shyness and self-confidence issues and social anxiety and doing that through working together one-on-one or, you know, offering group programs. And then also, you know, giving out tons of free advice and content through my own podcast.
0: Right on. And how long have you been doing your podcast?
1: The podcast has been live since May of two thousand and eighteen, so about a year and a half three yeah yeah, um, and then going you know live on Facebook multiple times a week i've just'm yeah, trying to m- make it so that there's so many resources out there for people
0: that's awesome and and having been that shy person and now being out there in podcasts podcast and doing facebook lives
1: woo yeah it's a big deal, and it yeah. you know I think when you're in in the thick of it going through your own type of transformation and growing it doesn't feel that monumental because you do it in little baby steps and you make little decisions along the way um but i i mean because right now it feels totally normal and easy to be able to press that live button or to be able to record something or to do something like this with with you and have no notes prepared and be able to talk on the fly Whereas before, a couple of years ago, oh my God, I would have been a nervous wreck mm-hmm. all day long and would have been overthinking all the ways that I would screw it up. And <laughs> that's the difference, right? That's, and that's the difference. But yeah, it is, it is a big deal because... It's, it's a huge deal. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I am... My intention is to help others do it's like if you have a passion project if you have something a business that you want to start if you feel like you've got a message that you want to share with the world but you're too scared to do it I want to help you be that catalyst for change
0: sweet that's really beautiful and so necessary I mean I know I've been on stage all my life I've been in front of people all my life but I even still have some introvert qualities and times when I just want to you know hole up in a closet (laughs) But then I get out there and you do it. And you just gotta step into it and believe in what you're doing, right? And yeah. make those decisions. Like you, yeah. said, you have to make the choice. You have to make the decision.
1: And I think I think um it's kinda common misconception that, that fear goes away. Like you said, even the most Experienced speakers still get nervous sometimes. Oh God, wow, yes. And, and thankful, just, thankfully for that. Yeah, because if you can just do like a, a reframe as like, you know, first of all, when did we decide that being nervous was a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, point. You can good point. Make that that reframe that, like I'm I'm just nervous because I care. I, I care right. to do a good job and that's okay. These nervous these nerves, these feelings are just indications that this is important to me. Right.
0: And, and even that, I mean, you know, having been on stage in so many different facets as a musician and as a dancer and as a speaker, and it's like that nervousness is adrenaline and it's energy and wow. it's excitement too, right? And it's like,
1: whoa. And it's and they feel almost exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's so That's cool. Great.
0: I love it. I love it. How many of you guys out there are wanting to be in front of people or wanting to step up more into your passions and your desires and to be seen? I mean, we, we as humans all have that um, desire to be seen, mm-hmm. desire to be heard.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm finding that more and more with the women that I work with is that there's such a strong desire to be seen because there's been so much time in their life spent not being seen exactly and being yeah
0: hiding or being shut out yeah exactly yeah. and
1: that right that could be by choice or that could be like maybe that's the way they've been conditioned to act think behave mm-hmm. and it's like we're not like you said we're humans we're we're meant to connect with each other and we're meant mm-hmm. to share our passions and so when we feel like we can't even verbalize that or we can't open our mouth to express that like it's painful it's yeah. painful and that I mean
0: well and that feels like lack that feels like something's missing something's not there yeah and because when you have that connection you feel that that sense of belonging that sense of connection of mm-hmm. community of being part of something of being part of the circle. I I, I just think that everybody is part of the circle. Everybody's needed in the circle. Yeah. You make that community to make that tribe, to make that village, to make that whatever it is. Um, everybody's important and everybody has a role.
1: Absolutely. I think everyone has a message, even if it's kind of the same me- message as the girl next door, you have a different way of explaining it and your experiences are different. Yeah. And so like, just go out there. Just go out there and start sharing it. But I think that's where a lot of the uh, internal struggle, people are at war with themselves because they feel innately that this is who they are, but then they also feel like they can't do it for a whole slew of reasons. Um, and, and yeah, and so that's what I'm like here to try to tell you, you, you can.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's really important to know that and it can be on such a small scale or it can be on like the ginormous you know, scale and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just like owning what you feel and who you are and what you you want to say.
1: Yeah. You know, a, a a massive win for somebody could be just verbalizing how they feel to their family members, mm-hmm. and another, you know, to another person, it could be getting up and speaking on a stage in front of a thousand people. Exactly. It's it's yeah. um subjective, subjective, right? Mm. Not objective. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right.
0: And so, and so what has been your your you talked a little bit about your obstacles of being shy and that kind of thing, but what's what's also been hard for you to build your business?
1: Hmm. I think it's been a challenge to to sell confidence a little bit because it's like ah, the best way I can relate this because I have a background in fitness is when somebody was to always come in, let's say, and try to, you know, want to sign up for a personal training package and tell me that they just wanted to tone up, I would be like, well, what exactly does that mean? It's a little, um, ambiguous. I guess is hopefully the right word again. I'm just going to throw words out there. I feel like (laughs) it's good. Yeah. (laughs) And so (laughs) I think sometimes that's a little bit of a struggle. I I mean, I have, and even maybe potential clients have is yes, we all want to be more confident, but what exactly does that mean? Because we all have a different definition. Of what that means. Sure. So my my definition of confidence and what I'm going to be able to teach you and help you with may actually be a little bit different to you and to the next person, the next person. And so I think that's been a little bit of a struggle for me, and even my community is to like is to is to build upon that um, because it is different to each person. It's not like doubling your income is going to be that's going to mean the same thing to me as it is to you. I mean, the incomes may be different, but, but the end result, doubling your income, that's, um, that's clear, right? It's not as clear when you say you're going to be more confident or that you're going to release. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been a little bit of a struggle. Um, in all honesty for me in building my business is I think just getting really, really, really clear and helping others get really, really clear as to what they want
0: right it's defining your niche yeah and being able to explain that to others totally
1: it's yeah. like the never ending struggle <laughs> not even struggle i don't want to say that that's not true um but it is a big challenge for me yeah and and I mean, being i'm not sure if you're familiar with um human design
0: a little a little bit
1: okay so I'm, I'm a profile. Uh, my profile is Manifestor. And so we are essentially meant to bring ideas into this world and initiate and start projects and birth these ideas, not necessarily do the implementation or the follow up, but we are here to bring those ideas to the world. And so I never have a shortage of ideas. What I do have is a shortage of making them happen. Oh my or, God. Or I'm discerning. Oh, so with okay, you. <laughs> yeah, or discerning, okay, like this is the one to go with because really could do a million things in a million different areas and be happy with doing them. Um so part of that too is like my own fulfillment and making sure that I'm growing and contributing at the same time, but also doing something that I love. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I totally get the manifesting, uh, you know, it is, it's totally endless. Sometimes it's like I could create a million things. Yeah. I need a million people to help me <laughs> make it happen.
1: Totally. Like, where's my <laughs> empire? Because I need someone to like run with this idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So are you, are you, Um, you're, you're a total solopreneur?
1: Yes. However... Um, I've just brought on a close friend to start becoming like a regular guest, almost like a co-host of the podcast. Um, it was kind of something that just unfolded and she brings the absolute best out in me. And, and I think same with, with her. And again, I think it was like a manifestation because a couple months ago I was thinking about my podcast and I thought. I love it, but it feels too serious. I want some more fun. I want a lightheartedness, mm-hmm. and she brings that out in me a hundred percent. And so it just kind of happened. And so we're we're gonna start partnering up a little bit more on the podcast uh, because I think she just brings a, a good perspective to the topics and just a, a fresh breath of life and and I think that that's good for the listeners. Mm. But everything else is is. Solo. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Well, you know, I love co-creation. I love mm-hmm. um, uh, working with other people and um, being inspired by other people and putting, putting all the goodness together. So I think that's really cool. And, and to have someone who helps you shine. I mean, I think it's really important that we surround ourselves with people who do that, right? Yeah. Um, to be surrounded by uplifters.
1: Absolutely. And in all honesty, I do so much better with external accountability, Mm. which is a real challenge as a solo entrepreneur, right? Because we're like, "Ain't nobody gonna keep you accountable." This is your, this is your thing. This is your business. Um, and I, (laughs) and the past that's made me a very successful employee is because I will always deliver, knowing that somebody is counting on me for something. Mm. I love that. Um, Sometimes that's a challenge for me as a um as a business owner but having somebody else there you know kind of keeps me on my toes which i think is healthy
0: well i think that's really true for just about everybody in the world i mean you can go solo for just so far but you need someone to to hold you up to lift you up and to hold you accountable and say hey you were supposed to do that what the fuck happened right yeah and uh, (laughs) i know i i I fall into that, you know, as I work by myself so much of the time, uh, even though I'm I'm surrounded by a community of amazing people, but to help be held accountable for certain things, and you know, sometimes I wish I had that person who said, "Okay, today you're going to do this, 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 and this," and I'm going to smack you until you do it. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, That's good. Okay, um, right, so Jordan, let me ask you this. What do you do to take care of yourself?
1: Okay, I love this question because I could talk about this all day long. Oh, no, me too. I've got <laughs> a whole podcast series about this. I am so adamant about needing to carve out time for yourself, like on a daily basis, mm-hmm. especially for all you moms out there. And that's who i I see struggle with it the most. So now is Avery? She is two and a half. She is a firecracker, let me tell you that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she, um, she's just all the energy in the world. Um, so I need to make sure that I set myself up for success at the beginning of every day. Um, especially when I have my, you know, my own stuff to do, my, my own work day. And so anyway, Monday through Friday, I wake up at 5 a.m., which is typically an hour, hour and a half before she wakes up, Mm -hmm. and pour myself a cup of coffee, light a candle if I feel like it. I always put music on my headphones because I'm very connected to music. That'll raise my vibration in an instant. And so I put on what I feel like I need to put on. And the first thing I do is journal. I am a huge advocate of journaling. My my podcast is called Journal Theory for a reason. Um, I just believe it's such a powerful modality of self-care and it's to to me, I feel like it's still widely underutilized by people. Um, So I journal out and I free write 95% of the time. I just write whatever comes to me. If I ever get stuck, which I do, then I will go immediately to gratitude practice, you know, the things that I am grateful for. Uh, I love a good journal prompt or question to get me going again, if I'm not feeling like it's coming out of me naturally that day, but I write down whatever I need to write down. So whatever I feel like I need to release, whatever's heavy on my heart, something that I want to celebrate, or if I'm getting, if I'm getting the feelings of like, I'm, I I want to start envisioning this because this is something that I intend to happen, I'll write about it. So it's different every single day. And it is, it's like a, a perfect way of communicating with myself. So I do that first. That takes, I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. And then while my coffee's still hot, I read for a little bit and I don't put any time limit on it. I just kind of read till I feel like I've got the message for the day. And, um, it's generally a personal development book. Um, I, I've kind of steered away a little bit from, uh, Business books since I I left my full time position back in May, um, and I really just dive into like give me all the Abraham Hicks like give oh me-
0: baby yeah um, so, so, who, so who do you read or who what's what's on your list right now
1: yeah right now I am currently reading um, Asking It Is Given by Love Abraham that. definitely
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. so I'm I'm knee deep in that and I yeah I just read um, for a little while and then after that. I either do some meditation or a visualization or even breath work. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have recently started to practice breath work more regularly. Mm-hmm. I just looked at the clock and it says three three three. Um and I'm actually getting certified next year to become a breath work facilitator. So yep. that's super exciting. Anyway, um, I do that. And then after that, I just start to work on whatever I need to work on for my business. And so I prioritize all of that stuff. And I prioritize my, my emotional health really. And my mindset, like I want to be proactive about my day because I hate waking up and being reactive to all the things that are going to happen. No matter what Hmm. my daughter's going to need me and I, and I need to be there for her. I also don't want to go into the tailspin of reading my on my emails first thing in the morning cuz then I'll just start working on stuff. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: So those are the things that I do on a regular basis. Um, and then here and there if I feel like I I will do like a more in-depth type of breathwork um session or a more in-depth longer meditative session and and really something that I value so, so, so much right now, and it's going to sound silly to a lot of people, but I think the moms of the world will get it, is I have to schedule friend time.
0: That is so not silly.
1: It, but it, I think it sounds like, yeah. until you, until you yeah. feel like that's not been, before I would have never gotten that, before becoming a mom and feeling like I had to intentionally schedule friend time so that I could get that to feed my soul, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have understood like, why, you know, why would you need that so bad? Just go hang out with your friends. And it's so easy to, I think not prioritize things like that because it is so easy to make sure that, well, let me rephrase that. It's easy for all your time to get filled up by family life and, and work. So, having those like couple hours with my friends every couple weeks or even once a month to just do whatever we want to do. It's like a reset button for me. And that's been huge. It's,
0: yeah. I don't think that's silly at all. And I do okay. think sometimes it gets really hard to do that because you can get so caught up so easy, especially when you work for yourself. It's so easy to just like go, go, go and continue, continue. It's like take a freaking break. You know, call your friend, go out to lunch, do something. Yeah. Step away from the computer.
1: My <laughs> friend was like, you need to do things that make you feel human again. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. I couldn't even see that. I was in such a work, 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 mom, mom, mom bubble mm. that I wasn't, you know, and the things that make me feel fun and free and loose and, you know, is sometimes that's going out and having a glass of wine with the girls.
0: fault. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm all for that. Yes. <laughs> uh, right on. Oh, well, that's great. Well, we definitely are very, uh, we have very much similar practices for sure. And, uh, I think that's great. And, um, setting yourself up for success every day to be the beautiful soul that you are to be able to give, give what you give to the, your clients and your daughter and your family and, um, it's just so important and to stay connected to yourself and to stay healthy and whole and vibrant and to continue to grow, right? Yeah. We, all, we just have to continue to grow. Absolutely. Um, and so I, I, love, I love what you do. I love what you're bringing to the world. I love how you're showing up and stepping up. Thank you. Yeah. So good. And thank you for being here.
1: Yeah. Heck yeah. I hey. love this.
0: I don't know what Avery's doing right now, but you're here with me. <laughs>
1: she's, she's probably still sleeping, but I, I actually left the house to, you know, make sure I had a quiet space today. Oh,
0: all right. Well, um, so friends out there in our Heart and Hustle land, I will give you all of Jordan's contacts and, and uh, websites and everything that she does, her podcast, and um, connect with her and see what you're needing. And thank you for being here with me again for this episode. As we close out the year, this is my third year of heart and hustle. And going going full on into the next year, I'm really excited about that. So again, I'm Paulette Ries-Denis with Jordan Thompson here. Here over, I think she's over on that side. I'm not quite <laughs> sure which way you are. <laughs> and uh, any any closing words, Jordan?
1: yeah um uh, thank you again for having me here i all I hope is this lands in the earbuds of somebody who needs to hear it and I encourage you if you feel like something struck a chord then to to take action upon it um, and even if you don't know what that action is, just set the intention of like i, I want to I want to know what my next step is um and I don't know, I actually don't know when this is, this is meant to air, but, um, we are doing, we, I am doing, uh, a 12, all of, you. <laughs> yeah, all of me, uh, 12 days of confidence, um, over in the private Facebook group. So it's going to be 12 free days okay, uh, of see. coaching. So this is actually going to air this week. So when does that start? Yeah. So it starts December 9th, Monday, December 9th. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, and it'll go to the twentieth. So every single day we're gonna be going live. Everything will be recorded. So as long as you sign up, you'll get replays, and it's gonna be in every area of life—from being able to speak up and use your voice to self-love to female friendships to sex and intimacy to like pursuing your passion—and it's all for free. So if that resonates with anybody listening, please come join us. I I would love to share these incredible speakers with with all of you.
0: Fantastic! Fantastic! All right. Well, well, I'll give all those links to you guys. And thanks for being here again. And happy holidays. And it's going to be a great new year coming up. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about the podcast here, the video podcast, and the growth that we have going on here at Heart Hustle Land. And Jordan, blessings to you. Yeah. Cheers to 2020. That's right. And thanks, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you next time.